Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Trevor Harris takes the step, takes a drop, looks to the right side. He will throw, and that is complete inside the 10. Touchdown, Eskimos! Tavares Daniels. Well, that is the last touchdown ever to be scored by the football team known as the Edmonton Eskimos. That was in the CFL East Final in November. In Hamilton, they did get a field goal later in that game, so the last points scored by the Eskimos will be attributed to Sean White. Of course, we're just talking about the name of the team. We're not talking about the franchise, but it did become official today, the announcement being made by Chris Presson and Janice Agrios, president and chairman of the board, respectively, that the name Eskimo is being discontinued. And a new name will be selected. Chris Preston did say they'd like to keep the green and gold colors. They would like to keep the double E logo. But after a debate that has been ongoing really for several years and certainly got a lot louder in the last month or so, a decision has been made. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins, Inside Sports on Oilers and EE's radio, 630 Ched. Also today, Leon Dreisaitl named a finalist for the Hart Trophy up against Nathan McKinnon and Artemi Panarin. We'll discuss more on that with Rob Brown later on tonight. That's a pretty significant story. Dreisaitl becoming the fifth Edmonton Oiler to be a finalist for the Hart. But we're going to dive right in tonight with the play-by-play voice of the double E here on 630 Ched. A guy whose voice you heard in that clip off the start of the show. It's my good buddy Morley Scott. Morley, how are you doing? I'm good, Reed. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I mean, this is not an easy day. This is not an easy topic. And I, and I was on with Jay Lynn earlier today, and I certainly understand what was happening and how things have, have shifted. Uh, but I do feel a certain amount of sadness about it, and I know I'm going to get over it, and, and I know I'm going to keep covering and supporting the team. But today feels different. It feels it feels final. Um and and it is a, it is a little sad. And I'm not I'm not saying that necessarily it was the wrong decision, but it but it does make me a little sad. How do you feel? I mean, you've been you've been around the team daily for for about a decade here. Yeah, I'm about the same way. It's it's sad, uh, but it it was time. I don't I don't think you can argue with the fact uh, uh, argue the move that the team is making with their name. But uh, there's so much history behind it. So much has happened. We've had so many good times. We've seen so many great games, and we've lived through so many great eras uh, that it is it is kind of sad. And and I did like today how I think it was Janice Agrios who who, who said you're not going to forget their past. It's, the past is still going to be a part of this football club. They have to decide how they're going to approach that. But uh, it is it is a sad day. I, I, I kind of feel bad for 
those those longtime season seat holders, Reed, those people who have had tickets for 30, 40, 50 years, uh, those, uh, I, I also feel bad for for players like um, like Rod Connup and Hector Pottier and Blake Dermott, those guys who played 8, 10, 12, 14 years, uh, and that was the only team they played for. They were Eskimos. They started as Eskimos, played as Eskimos, and finished as Eskimos, but now it kind of gets a little bit of an asterisk beside their name because of the name change that is coming. So those, to me, those two groups of people kind of, kind of hit me the most a little bit how they must be feeling today. Uh, but make no mistake, it's, it's, it's the right move for this time in world history to make this kind of a change. I don't think there's, there's too much of an argument against that. All right. So, and I mentioned off the top there that there's certainly a, a preference by the team to keep the logo and to keep the colors. So we could be looking for an E name here. The timetable, though, to, to pick a new name, Morley, not this year. Is that is that the, the yeah, short they, version there? If if indeed the NHL or the CFL congregates in. Uh, Winnipeg in September to play some games in the hub city, which was named today to be Winnipeg. The court, the cart's kind of before the horse a little bit here in this situation because they haven't decided if they're going to play, but they decided where they're going to play if they do play. Uh, the, the team that represents Edmonton will be simply known as the Edmonton football team or the EE football team. Uh, they will not have a name in place by the time they play a game. I think that's a good move. Uh, these are weird times we're living in right now. And I think it's best to, to put it aside for now. Come back 2021. Hopefully, the pandemic is behind us and everything kind of gets back to normal by uh, next summer. And I think when the team comes back, that'll be the time to to not just reintroduce full time football, but reintroduce the new name, the new look of uh, the Edmonton football team at that point. So no need to hurry it, especially if it's going to be a six game schedule. There's no need no no need to hurry it and get it done to play games in Winnipeg with no fans in the stands and everything. So uh, they're going to wear green and gold still. Uh, they're going to have the double E logo still. And uh, we'll move forward at some point between now and the start of the 2021 season. But even Chris Preston today, Reed said they don't even have, uh, they don't even have a path in mind, yet of how they're going to travel to get to where they want to get. They know they want to have input from the the fans they want to have input from sponsors they want to have input from all the stakeholders in this and then go forward so uh it sounds like they're going to spend the next little while deciding on on the path to take to get to the result they want which is uh, a new name that will excite everybody and that will make everybody happy morley scott joining us tonight on inside sports of course you can get more on 630ched.com globalnews.ca the uh edmonton cfl team officially no longer known as the eskimos the other significant story today and we'll probably wind up talking more about this tomorrow because we have this story in the dry settle story today but we got to touch on it morley winnipeg is potentially a hub city if like it still sounds like kind of a double or triple maybe going on here yeah, like like I said, it's kind of that cart before the horse in making the announcement they made today. But uh, I think they wanted to stop all the speculation that was out there. Uh, apparently, uh, nobody knew about this, but apparently bids closed to be a hub city last Friday. And, and the CFL made the decision this week and announced it today that they had chosen Winnipeg over Regina and Calgary, which no one even knew had put a bid in. Everyone figured the third bid was, was from the Hamilton area, and it turns out it was from Calgary. 
Calgary. So no Eastern team has made a bid to be a host city. Uh, they picked Winnipeg to be that host city. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of information that came out in the last couple of days about this, the process for Winnipeg. They still have a lot to nail down as far as how they're going to handle testing and how they're going to handle a lot of things. All they know for sure is they've got a few pieces in place and it's going to be in Winnipeg, but there's a lot more discussion that has to take place. All right, Morley, appreciate this. Uh, thanks for your perspective. I, I know you had a busy day, and uh, we'll keep following the story wherever it takes us. Appreciate your time tonight, buddy. Anytime, Reap. Talk to you later. All right, that is Morley Scott, play-by-play voice for the Edmonton CFL team here on 630. Chad, happy to hear from you, 780-496-0063. Uh, have some pretty um, – we've discussed this a lot in the past uh, couple of weeks, and we've had some pretty – intelligent and uh, mature opinions coming in on the text line and on the phone lines. And if you listen to the show at all, you know that uh, those are preferred and those are the ones that are going to be given. Uh Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, given any airtime as we get feedback tonight, but we will check in with a couple of pretty hardcore fans when we get back inside sports on 630 Chet. Scheduled to join us between 6.30 and 7 tonight. As it was made official today, the word Eskimo being discontinued in its use by the Edmonton CFL team. That'll be known just as that, the Edmonton CFL team, or I'm going to call them the EEs probably. I've always liked that. has a good ring to it. And now we go through the process of picking a new name. And, of course, we still don't know if there's going to be a Canadian Football League season. Uh, We're going to get a lot of reaction tonight. Like I mentioned, Warren Moon coming up, Blake Dermott a little bit later on in the show. I'm pleased to uh, welcome back to Inside Sports from the Empire Podcast. It is Andrew Hoskins. Andrew, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having us on, guys. And uh, Andrew's co-host from the Empire Podcast, it is Superfan Mike, who I've interacted with on Twitter. I think the first time I've ever talked to you, Superfan Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've actually talked. Well, thanks for coming on. Andrew, I'll start with you. How long would you, have you considered yourself a fan? And I'm still going to use the word Eskimos when talking about the past of the team. How long have you been a fan of the Eskimos? Uh, well, we're coming up uh, probably pretty close to 40 years. <laughs> so, uh, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, 35 anyway, so uh, it's been a while. And have you had season tickets for a good chunk of that time? Uh, I've had season tickets for uh, the last 20, so uh, yeah, a good half of it anyway. And what about you, Superfan Mike? Uh, I think the first game I watched was the 1974 Grey Cup, so I'm an old guy. Uh, I started uh, going to games in 75 the next year back at Clark Stadium at the Knothole Gang. And, uh, yeah, I've had, I was living in Victoria from 99 till 2016, and I had season tickets uh, starting in 2014, and I'd fly out for games and then moved back to Edmonton in 2016. 
All right. And obviously you're, you're passionate because you started a podcast. I know you guys do yeah. a great job getting guests. You even had Dave and Morley on. Uh, you, you do scrape the bottom of the barrel sometimes, but that's yeah. okay. But, but, but look, in all, in all seriousness, th- this has been an emotional couple of weeks. It certainly has for me. It's been one of the most difficult things. I've Probably the most difficult topic I've, I've had to talk about over an extended period on this show, and I think it still will be for a while. Mike, I'll start with you. Just kind of your feelings today when you saw the finality of the word Eskimo being discontinued, as the team put it. Uh, I think it's something we saw coming. Um, obviously, uh, it's been leaked through various outlets that, that the team was considering this. Uh, I think just with all the noise that's been going on for and against uh, over the last few months, even uh, certainly years, um, you just knew it was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. And Andrew, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with what Mike said. We, I think we kind of expected it. I think, I think there is still a, a bit of loss um, just because you're so used to that name. And, and even though we all agree that we're at a stage where that name does need to be changed, there's still, there is just a, it's a change from something that you grew up with. And so um, I, I try to, you know, think about, well, we're still we're, we can still win championships under a new name, and that's kind of where I'm hoping that we can we can get to and, and be excited about that. But I'm going to take a pause. I know a, a couple of times today, and just kind of uh, you know reflect back on the fact that yeah, it, it, it wasn't a great name, or it isn't a great name at this particular moment. But uh, but at some point, it, it meant a lot to me, and uh, that's that's something that'll still stick around. Andrew and Mike joining me tonight on Inside Sports from the Empire podcast talking about the discontinuation of the word Eskimo for our football team. Andrew, I'll start with you on this one. I mean, you're you're a hardcore fan. You guys both talked about your connection and your history being fans. Andrew, what would you say to people who have said, I, I'm not going to cheer for the team anymore. I'm so mad about the team change regardless of why you know somebody might think it happened what would your message be to people who are literally saying or considering they're going to walk away from supporting Edmonton CFL team wow not, nothing like starting with one that's really going to get me in a beehive but I know you know what I, I would look at it and go um you know that the, the the players don't change. The game doesn't change. Um, the history doesn't change. The championships don't change. There's no... I, I don't understand why somebody would go away from something that gave them such enjoyment just because of a name. And I know I won't. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll have my pauses of, of, uh, of remembering that name, but... I, I I would never take myself away from something that I love so much just because of that. And I would hope that lots of other people would, would take that same stance. Well, I just got a text from somebody who says, I will never, ever watch another CFL game as long as I live because of this. Well, <laughs> so there you I go. Mean, that's, they, they can do that. And that that's total. I, I, I'm not going to say that they're wrong. I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But for me, I... I couldn't take myself away from something that I, I love this much. Just it, to me, it, I'm, I'm excited about finding ways to get the new name and 
Um, I know you've said it a couple of times, Reed, but we're, we're rebranding the podcast too, which we had started a couple of, well, we started talking about it about a year ago, but we started a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, there, it doesn't mean that I'm not still going to sit down and enjoy chatting football with my friends. We're still going to be doing this and still be active. And that's, uh, you know, I find the same thing with the games. I still love the games. I love the atmosphere and I love my, my football family. So I'm not going to deprive myself of that just over an inning. Mike, from you doing the podcast and being a fan as long as you have been, and as you mentioned, living in another province for a while, did you ever have any interaction with other fans who might have been like, I, I, like, I don't get why your team is called that. I, I, it needs to change. Or maybe it was the opposite where it was, they, people might be like, why is there a discussion around it? Did you have that, any sort of that uh, interaction? Yeah, absolutely. Um, part of my job before was traveling up to the Yukon um, to Whitehorse and, and around the area. And I was able to talk to people who would be identified as either uh, Inuit or Inuk or Tuktogunitian or several different groups up there. Um, now, I don't. I can't say that they were 100% truthful just because they maybe were unsure, but they seemed to think that that's team was their team because it was named after them what i've understood since then is that the further east you go the more people might find problems with the name and i mean i couldn't put a number on what percent have to be offended before you have to get rid of the name and that's i think the biggest problem with it um but i I, otherwise in victoria around anywhere i've been no one's ever said you really need to change that name until the last couple of years and maybe that's the issue is that it's changed over the last couple of years yeah so do you have any i'll just let either of you guys jump in here in the last couple minutes just from some of the initial ideas being bandied about do you have a favorite or a preference for a potential new name uh, well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Mike go first. <laughs> sure. I've had a few different ideas. I like the idea of anything that's going to start with ESC or ESK, then you could still use ESCs for short. Um, I've heard people use things like Escalade, uh, Esker, which is a, uh, a, geogra- a geological formation, or uh, someone had suggested to me Escadrill or Escadr, Escadra, which is a, a flight squadron. And that's a French term used for a flight squadron. Oh, really? Still gives you the option to do go asks go, but now it's not referring to the former name. It's referring to a new name, and you can still keep the branding for the website and their social media names and everything else with that asks kind of present. Yeah, th- those are good ones too. I-, I mean, obviously, we've heard a couple of others uh, that have been around uh, the the attachment to the way old team of the Elks, which I know wasn't many games that they played it that way, but it's kind of an interesting one. Um, I really like uh, Coach AJ Gass's suggestion of the Edmonton Elite, and uh, that kind of has grown on me. So uh, that's one that uh, I I do kind of like. Well, guys, thanks for checking in tonight. Good to get your perspective. Uh, all the best. So, so you're renaming the podcast. Did I give it the wrong name there? No, that's okay. We, it's, uh, we haven't fully announced, but uh, we will. Uh, well, we can tell you now. We're, we're changing over to the Turf District podcast, and uh, that will come into effect probably in the next few weeks. Okay. Andrew, Mike, thanks for checking in tonight. Really appreciate your perspective. We'll talk again, okay? Thanks, Reed. Thanks for having us, Reed. All right, appreciate it. 780-496-0063, Turf District Podcast. That's what they're going to have, Andrew Hoskins. and. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Super fan, Mike. One of the all-time greats, Warren Moon, in the next half hour. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Leon Dreisaitl, a finalist for the Hart Trophy as the most valuable player in the National Hockey League. We'll talk more about that later on tonight. The big news, the Edmonton Eskimos are no more. The team is discontinuing the use of the word Eskimo. So for the time being, they're known as the Edmonton football team, or you can call them the double E or the EEs, but they're going to go through a process now of picking a new name. And I'm pleased to welcome back to Inside Sports, one of the all-time greats who was proudly an Eskimo for several seasons and won five Grey Cups. It is the one only Warren Moon. Warren, you're on with Reed. I know we just talked to you a few weeks ago, so thanks for coming on again. How are you doing, first of all? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, we're doing well, Warren. There's a lot of people obviously discussing the the team deciding to drop Eskimos, and and you proudly played for that franchise for for several seasons and had a lot of success here. As you've sort of heard this debate really ramp up in in the last few weeks, what's what's been going through your mind and also going through your heart, Warren? Well, you know, it doesn't surprise me because we're living in a a time now where there's a lot of uh, 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 sensitivity about um, you know, different groups of people and, and how different names affect uh, those groups as far as if they're offended by those names and, and if they're, you know, racially, racial slurs or whatever it might be. And, and I'm sure that's what it comes to with uh, the indigenous people who uh, are offended by this as far as the name of the Eskimos. So um, I, I totally understand where they're coming from. I totally understand why the Eskimos felt like they needed to to do the, the research to find out if this was the right thing to do. And, and they've decided that this is the right thing to do, especially during this time. And they're going to make the, the, uh, the name change. I just hope they're able to keep the logo. And I just hope they're able to keep the double E because uh, to me, that name has always meant, uh, it always meant winning. It's always meant uh, competing at the highest level. And, you know, our values with the, uh, with the Edmonton Eskimos were always community integrity and, uh, respect and inclusion. So I don't think those things will change, but uh, maybe the name of, of the football team will change. Warren, I know for me, and as I'm sure you can imagine, this has been a big topic on the show for the last couple of weeks. And even going back several years, it was it would pop up. So it was kind of maybe slowly coming, and it's finally happened today. Even though I kind of knew that, Warren, I, I still feel a, a sense of sadness today, just that they, they are moving on from a name that you associate with and as a fan as a broadcaster you use all the time and you have an emotional connection to even though you're kind of saying you understand it do you do you have a sense of, of sadness or loss today about it no there's no question about it because I, I wore that uniform that uh 
that green and gold, I wore it very proudly. And, uh, you know, we, we represented that, that, uh, uniform very well for the time that I was there, you know, winning five championships and, uh, and just being at, you know, at the height of, of CFL football. But, uh, I also understand that just because the, the name doesn't offend me, uh, I have to be aware that if it offends somebody else, then that's something I have to be conscious of. And I think that's, that's what it all boils down to right now. And, and those changes have to be made. But like I said, um, what's happened with the Eskimos will always still be. It's a, it's a proud organization. It's a winning organization. And the values that they stand for will still be the same values. They just might be called another name. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's well said. And, and, and as you've said on this show and, and any interview you do about Edmonton, you were just as proud to play for the city and the fan base. I always got the sense. I mean, if you would have come up here and they would have been the Edmonton uh, potholes, you still like you would have had the same experience, right? Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Um, and, and I hope as they look for the new name, I hope they'll really look at different names that uh first of all can where you can keep the double e as far as the logo because i think the logo is one of the best that there is in sports and then you could look at something that that fits the city that fits the, the fan base and that fits what the uh, edmonton eskimo um what our history has been all about and it's been about winning so i don't know what that name could be but uh, hopefully they'll find something that that uh adds all those different things to it Warren, when you were playing here, did you ever hear anybody say they were uncomfortable with the name, or was that not something you started hearing until maybe you were in the NFL or even started broadcasting Seahawks games? Yeah, not until I was in the NFL. You know, you started to hear those those uh, chants about other names around the United States, like the like the Braves in Atlanta, and they didn't like how they did the tomahawk chop, uh, like the Seminoles uh, at Florida State University. Um, and then you have the Redskins, of course, they're going through a name change right now. So I, I never thought the Redskins name was a name that, that probably should have stayed. But some of the other names, uh, hopefully they'll be able to stay, like the Seminoles, which is named after a, a, uh, a an Indian tribe. Uh, I don't think Chiefs is offensive to anyone because they do have Indian Chiefs. And, and same thing with Braves. So hopefully those names will, will be able to remain. But um, I can definitely understand the Redskins name being changed. Warren Moon joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Warren, you're as you know, you're you're beloved in Edmonton, and I and I think if 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 you say something, people will take it to heart. I, you know, I I have heard from some people. I don't think it's a majority of people, but I've certainly got some text tonight, and you see some stuff on social media with people saying, "I just will not support the team. I will not watch them. I will not go to games. I'm done with the Edmonton CFL team." Some people even saying they're done with the Canadian Football League as a whole be, because of this name change. Now, maybe in a week or so they might feel differently, but to right. people conveying that message today, what, what would you say to them, to the people who, who you know claim they're going to walk away from the team because of the name change? Well, I think there are people that are definitely upset. There are people that go back a long ways, not only through their generation, but many generations in their family that have been following the Eskimo name for, for, for many, many years, probably uh, – you know, a half century or more. Um, so I understand the, the frustration. I understand the hurt. But I think that's being just a little bit too strong to say you're not going to support the NFL, support the CFL anymore. You're not going to support the organization anymore because they feel like they're doing the right thing as far as maybe hurting a group of people that might be affected by this. So just because it doesn't affect you, you have to take 
your feelings and put them where you think uh, if you were an, an indigenous person, what would you feel like if you were going through this? And I think that if you put yourself in somebody else's place, maybe you'll be a little bit more sensitive to what's going on right now and you'll feel a little bit differently and hopefully uh, you'll go along with the changes that are going to happen and, and continue to support the organization. Yeah, well said. Hey, War, before I let you go, I mean, obviously uh, you've been in the Seahawks broadcast booth for several seasons. What, what's the latest with the NFL? Are they still negotiating? Are they still trying to figure out how many preseason games they're going to have? What's the latest you can share there? Yeah, they're down to no preseason games now, and I think they've pretty much agreed on a, a very safe protocol that the players and the owners feel good about. So they're probably going to start training camps here in the next few days, believe it or not. And we'll just see how uh, how all those protocols play out. I, I'm not so much worried about how the teams are going to take care of the players once they're in their facilities, because I think they'll do everything possible as far as you know, social distancing, uh, testing the players every day to make sure they're not you know, positive and things like that. But I'm worried about the young guys when they do leave the, the facility at the end of the day. What happens to those guys who they're not living in a bubble down there? They're going to be living in their cities. These young guys are going to be able to go out into the streets and, and, and they have to really make sure they, they're responsible and they, they uh, stay away from anything that, that could be a, a bad situation for them as far as bringing back the COVID to the, to the locker room the next day. So that's where the biggest concern for me is these young guys who are single, uh, they're going to have a lot of time on their hands once practice is over. And what do they do with that time once they leave that facility before they come back the next day? Because they can bring that back in there and next thing you know, it's spreading all through their football team. So that's my biggest concern. One more for you, Warren. How many preseason games did you need? Because I've always thought four was a lot in the NFL. Well, if you really look at it, it's it's more for the young guys, the, the rookies and free agents that come in that need that type of time. Uh, the veterans don't need that much, but we don't play that much. We normally those four games would play maybe a series or two in the first game maybe a quarter in the second game the third game you play maybe a half and then you don't even play at all in the fourth game so you probably play a total of a whole game the, pre- the whole preseason but those young guys are the ones that need that that time to uh, get themselves ready to play in the NFL at that level and you have to be able to evaluate those guys now I could see them doing maybe two preseason games but I think having no preseason uh, is a mistake. I think they do need to at least have one or two games, especially this year, just so they can go through what this new protocol is going to be for uh, for how a game is going to be played this year because the way the games are going to be played this year are totally different compared to what they have been in the past and what they're going to be in the future once this pandemic is over. So I think they need at least one tune-up, but they're feeling like they don't need it, so we'll see how it works. Right on. Warren, thank you for checking in. I know you've had a few requests today in Edmonton and area to do interviews about this, and we appreciate uh, your opinion. You're always very, very well-spoken, and you have a great perspective on things. Thanks for checking in tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, like I said, I hope everybody just sits back and and just thinks about this thing for a minute before they react so uh, so quickly about getting rid of this football team and, and not supporting it anymore because it's been around for a long time. And I think they'll continue to do a great job in that community, and hopefully they'll get that support that they need. Right on. Take care, Warren. Take care.
That is Warren Moon, one of the all-time greats for the uh, Edmonton Eskimos in the late 70s and early 80s. And, of course, they will no longer be known as the Eskimos' new name will be picked in the future. Okay, 780-496-0063. Phone lines are open. You can also text that number. Uh, Let me know how you're feeling. Uh, Let me know what you thought of Warren Moon's comments, and we'll get to that after the break. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Ryan Nugent Hopkins getting ready to go tomorrow night for the Oilers. They will have a scrimmage at 8 o'clock tomorrow. So right after Inside Sports, I'll head to the downtown community rink to watch that. They're also going to have a scrimmage on Saturday at 1 p.m. And it'll be to raise money for the Colby Cave Memorial Fund. All the Oilers will wear cave 12 jerseys and they'll be auctioned off at a future date and all the money will go to the colby cave memorial fund of course colby uh, tragically passed away in april 780-496-0063 wayne writes in he says it's pure folly if you're going to change the name to satisfy a bunch of people who aren't even football fans and who claim they will purchase tickets for what a year maybe two and then disappear the real football fans the ones who are ticked off may or may not come back I think this decision seems to fly in the face of uh, 77% approval of the Eskimo name by a large portion of the Inuit people surveyed. It may spell the beginning of the demise of our beloved Eskimos. This plus COVID-19 might be the end of the CFL. Uh, Wayne, I appreciate your message. I, I agree with some of your stuff. I don't agree with everything. Quite frankly, a lot of the loud people complaining about it I, I didn't see anybody saying they would buy tickets if they dropped the name. And that's one part of this that really bothered me is the, the loud people who had never invested any time, energy, or money in the CFL and never will. Now, having said that, Wayne, as I've said several times, and I've said for several years, the name is outdated and it is problematic. But yes, it may be a little angry that there were so many uh, vocal people about this who ultimately don't care about the Canadian Football League. Um, and you also said, Wayne, the real football fans may or may not come back. I would suggest if you're a real football fan, you are coming back because there should be a greater connection to having a pro football team in your city beyond just what the team is called. I mean, if they'd been called the, the Edmonton turf people, you know, they still would have won five grade cups. That's a terrible name, even as a joke. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and and I and and Wayne, I'd be far worried about COVID uh, spelling the end of the CFL than than I would about a, a team changing the name. But I appreciate your message. It's it's well thought out, and I think it's uh, it's some good stuff to debate. Appreciate that. Vince is on the line. Vince, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead. I suggest the name Esprit. E S P R I T. It, it means innovative. It pays tribute to the military. It can, marketing can have a field day with it. Oh, you like that one? I, I, I hadn't heard one before. Okay. What made you think of that? Um, just like everybody else, I was scrambling my brain looking for a name. All right. You're not, so you're going to keep supporting the team? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good stuff, Fitz. Thanks for calling. Have a good night. All right. We also have Fred on the line, 780-496-0063. Go ahead, Fred. How's it going, Reed? Good. 
Well, you know what? I've been listening all day. There's one person I haven't heard from, Mr. Esco himself, Brian Hall. I like to get his opinion, like that Eskimo fight song that's been around for eons. Um, I can't see him changing the words to that, but uh, I guess it is what it is. But I got the perfect new name for them to Eskimos. The What's that? Excavators. You don't have to change the colors. You keep the asks, and we're always digging up every road in this city, and we're digging for the future. <laughs> a, a reference to the endless uh, road work that goes on during football uh, season. Never gets done. <laughs> anyway, can I talk a little hockey? Could we get off football, maybe? Yeah, you can talk hockey for sex, sure. Well, I want to get uh, Phil Pritchard's job. I want to be the new keeper of the cup. I got the white gloves. Uh, we're refurbishing the Stanley Cup I have, and we're getting pretty pumped up for the playoffs here. I think Edmonton should embrace this. We need something good to happen to the city. There's been so much negativity and downtime here the last few months. I think we should embrace what's going to be happening to this city. Like, this is absolutely huge. We've got the big boys coming to play the Stanley Cup in Edmonton, regardless of the Oilers are in it or not. Yeah, it is pretty. It is pretty cool that Edmonton got to be a hub, and like you said, it's going to go through right to the end of the Stanley Cup final. What do you think of the Oilers' chances here? Well, when Chicago, I'm a Chicago fan, it's my second team, but uh, I think McDavid and Drysdale are going to say, "Okay, boys, you've had your time. Uh, it's our time now." I think the Oilers could they could go and win the West. Why not? I don't know if they will. I hope they do. Now, here's the thing I want to know. The Oilers go on a long run. Is the city going to go crazy like they normally would during a regular playoff year? I think they will. Yeah, well, I think, you know, obviously, we're still kind of under directions to uh, to be careful with the gathering and, and the social distancing. I think the Premier was pretty blunt today because the, the cases were a little higher than, than he would like. But it's going to be fun. And we'll talk more about Dreisaitl after 7 o'clock. Okay, Fred, thanks and for And one more in. thing. Chris oh, Cuthbert sure. doing the games, I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's popular. Did you hear he was on last night with me? Oh, I didn't hear that, unfortunately. Yeah, you can but... check it out on the podcast. He was on right uh, off hey, the top the of the best. show. One, two, punch, him and Louie. Have a great night. Take care. Right on. Okay, that is Fred, 780-496-0063. And uh, we're going to have Blake Dermott on the show between 7.30 and uh, 8. This texter says, Reed, thanks for having Warren Moon on. Very well spoken. Great message. I love when he said it is not how you feel. It is how others might feel. Uh, this texter says, the corporate elites like Bel Air Direct and other companies are based in the East. They are liberal hacks that are part of the cancel culture. They are extortionists that threaten said companies. So the Eskimos president and governors are only worried about the dollar. If they had a backbone and told them to take a hike off a short plank and they shouldn't have bowed to those extortionists, go Eskimos, go. Well, that's fairly strongly worded. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we t- I-, I talked about Bel Air Direct a couple of weeks ago. I didn't like how they handled that. I, I thought it was uh, poorly timed. Um, but it, I, I mean, look to that texture, the, the dollar does mean something here. I mean, we can't pretend that, that, uh, finances and sponsorship money and all those kind of things just completely aren't a factor. It, it does make a difference. Now, I, I know they were asked about that today. Kellen, I think there's a, a clip in there, uh, in our folder, Uh, do we have something about the sponsorship? Well, well, we'll have to check for that uh, later. Yeah, I do. I got for, uh, a quick 30-second comment from yeah. uh, Agrios on if pressure from the sponsors led to the decision. Here it is. 
No one event sparked this decision. We've had open conversations with partners, community and fans about this issue for several years now. We're proud of the engagement that we've done. Our recent engagement has clearly indicated that attitudes toward the team name have been shifting and we made the decision based on that. Our sponsors made it clear that they support this decision and we appreciate the ongoing support they will be providing as we work through the implementation of this decision. We know that we can count on our sponsors for their help. All right, Janice Agrios, the chair of the board for the Eskimos. And something I was referring to earlier, uh, she was asked if the Eskimos name will be used in reference to their past. I think it's important for us to always uh, remember, recognize and be proud of our history. Um, As Chris has indicated, we're very early in the process, so we're not sure what that will look like. Um, But whatever we do, um, we we don't want to forget about our past. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, I mean, I understand why the name is changing. I, 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 it's, it's, this has been difficult for me as well. I'm not going to stop supporting the team. Professionally, I have to talk about the team, which I'm happy to do. When they pick a new name, I'm going to call them by the new team because that's what they want to be called. That's what everybody's going to call them. When I talk about the 2015 Grey Cup, I will say it was won by the Edmonton Eskimos because that is simply accurate. I will say that Warren Moon played for the Edmonton Eskimos because he will not have played for whatever the new team name is. I, I'm, I'm going to treat it just purely, in my mind anyway, logically. Back after the news. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.